Believe it or not, it's another VO podcast with three guys who are full-time voice actors at different stages of life, career, and location. But they have formed a bond and work together to hold each other accountable and help each other on their VO path. Three guys from different backgrounds working together, helping each other, and sharing with you along the way. Hey, what are we calling it again? It's It's another another VO VO podcast. podcast. Okay, okay, guys. Sorry, I get it. Come on, you're not my dad's. Hey, welcome back to It's Another VO Podcast. I'm Alden Schenerberg, and we're here with episode 10 of It's Another VO Podcast with myself, Alden Schenerberg, Jake Sanders, and Troy Holden. How are you guys doing today? Yep. Hey, hey, doing good. Did you know this is our 10th episode? It's our 10th episode, and it's it's your birthday. Yeah, it is. It is my birthday. You did that on purpose. However, not my 10th birthday. (laughs) 10 times what? (laughs) That's right. Uh, did, I don't know if, did you guys think we were going to make 10 episodes? Yeah. Well, yeah. Jake thought okay. Jake, Jake thought I was going to die before 10, I That's think. That's true. J- That's Jake true. already has like 50 more topics ready. Oh, man. You just podcast. wait. Wait till <laughs> you just wait for the topics that I've got to talk about. Well, this has been great. We've already had um, one guest uh, on and we've already interviewed another guest, but that'll be releasing later this month. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 10 podcasts. I'm pretty excited about that. And it's yep. been a good ride. Yeah, I yeah. have for you to celebrate our 10th podcast. What do you think are the top 10 podcasts by popularity? Oh. So are this you is talking just... about genre or the name no, 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 of the no, podcast? No. Actual podcast. Oh, I have a feeling the number one is going to be fairly obvious, but... The Joe uh, Rogan Experience. Yeah, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Yep, Joe Rogan Experience is number one. Now, this what I'm looking at, this is released uh, May 23rd, which I think we'd only released one podcast. So, guys, we're not right, on so there we're, yet. We're not, we're not yeah, on there so, yet. No. So, take that right out of your mind okay. right now. Man, I was hoping so we're we were not, at least we're number seven. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any other guesses? Uh, Smartless has to be Smartless? one of those. What what about people that uh, I can't remember the name of the two girls that used to be on the office? Oh, the um, office ladies. Yeah, the office ladies. Yeah, the office ladies is number eight. Very well done, Troy. Nice. Yeah. Smartless that is in isn't the top, in the top ten. Smartless is not in the top ten. That's some booty. That's a great podcast. <laughs> well, you know, the people have spoken. I'm sure you love it, but yeah, not well. among popularity. Here, I'll just yeah. read through the list real quick. You know, but our in you know, I'm sure we'll make this list someday. Do yeah. I have a drum the, roll? I the, don't think I do. Yeah. Let me see. There we no, go. The roll. Daily. That's number two. Oh. The Daily from the New York Times. Uh, um, I believe. Uh, the number three, This American Life. I have heard of this one. That sounds familiar, but I've never this listened American to it. This American Life. Hmm. Hosted by radio personality Ira Glass. Huh. Uh the stuff you the stuff you should know podcast huh that's almost like it's another <laughs> vo podcast it's a very yeah. generic uh title stuff you yeah. should know that's number four number five pod save america what pod wow. save america is number five popularity yeah uh number six the ben shapiro show oh, I, okay. I would uh, not have i'm not surprised that's pretty popular yeah number seven he had a podcast call her daddy is number seven 
All right. Now, I got to get context on that one. <laughs> I, I don't like, know if you really do need context on that one. <laughs> is that like, you're in trouble, you need to call her daddy? Or is uh, that like, call her daddy? It <laughs> oh, says, I'll just read the description, okay? Yeah, call yeah. Her Daddy is a sex-positive dating and relationship podcast that's popular among women. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Okay, there you go. Call Her Daddy. Number eight, The Office Ladies. Nice. That probably should be higher up. The Office it's is pretty great. good. It is. Yeah. Number nine, Morbid, a true crime podcast. Ah, true crime. Yeah. I don't that's know if that's the true popular. crime one my wife listens to, but she listens to, and my daughter listens to a true yeah, crime podcast. Those are very popular. Yeah. They can write into another VO podcast at gmail.com to tell us if that's what they listen to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. She'll probably just tap me on the shoulder. That say, would probably That's work. not the right yeah. one. <laughs> and number 10, My Favorite Murder, another crime podcast yeah. so surprise. those are your top murder. 10 as of you, may 23rd 2023 you know who's missing that kind of surprised me and it just dawned on me as you read through that mike rowe he's yeah got a, he's got I a know. great podcast i listen to him quite often so i do too i'm a little surprised I, he's not there. yeah i but catch him every I so i don't it. listen to every one i'm just no I, no I don't stay up to date with release schedules on podcasts for some reason I just get into a mode where I want to listen to some podcasts and I'll go and look at the ones I've subscribed to and see what I've missed and maybe catch right. up on some that sound like they're cool. And that that's me and how I do podcasts, which is probably not the norm. I'm sure most people know when their podcast drops and we got to get to nah. this new crime podcast. It's nah. coming. They I know when two podcasts drop and then I have a bunch of like sub podcasts I listen to when I'm caught up on the other two that I'm listening to. Like. So yeah. I don't care about those. I'll just, and I'll just scroll through those episodes and I'm like, does this sound good? Yeah. I'll listen to this. If this one doesn't mm -hmm. sound good, then I won't listen to it. But yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And you know, this list may have less that left out like uh news type podcasts, you know, that uh, a lot of the big news stations, CNN, mm -hmm. Fox, and, and, you know, their talk show hosts have different podcasts and it may have excluded those just, you know, for reasons that, uh, kind of narrow the list down. But, uh, Anyway, yeah, 10th episode. Yeah. Those are the top 10 podcasts. Maybe someday, guys. Maybe someday. Yeah, maybe, maybe someday. Who knows? Well, today we're talking about voiceover workshops. Uh, Troy, just last night, we're recording on Wednesday, uh, the 12th. Just last night, I think you had a new automotive workout, automotive yep. commercial workout, workout yep. workshop. They're kind of in the same vein, so yeah. we're including that as well. Yep. Uh, I just joined uh, because there was a special at the Edge Studios, uh, six months of some workshops there, which I'm pretty excited about and had our first session on Monday. Have you guys done real workshops? I guess yeah. participate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did one of Troy's uh, automotive workshops um, or workouts, how you want to call it. And then I did, I don't know if it was, Troy, you were in this too, but would you consider Deborah Sperling's Authenticity and Voiceover a workshop? Since it was kind yeah, of a little, I, I think so. I think anything that's got more than you know, there's two or more people. I think that's kind of could a be workshop. considered a workshop. Yeah, yeah. yeah because I've done, anything else is individual coaching, right? Yeah, I get, yeah. I would take so. I would think so. Yeah, I, then I've done two. I've done two workshops, and 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 they're pretty cool. Okay, so let's just define real quick what exactly is a workshop. What are we talking about, so that listeners know, listeners know exactly what our narrow parameters are here. What well, is a workshop? Concrete slab, four walls, maybe some uh, machinery in there. That's right. Yeah. Building toys. Elves need elves. Yeah. 
<laughs> Santa coming in and out. No, um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I would say just something where you get together and where you're able to definitely like, you know, you have a speaker or you have a, a workshop per person, yeah, 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 however yeah. you want to call it, or maybe two in, in the automotive expert. case. Yeah, cl- clinician. That's the yeah. word I did not yeah. know. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, just they kind of kind of give you an overall like glance at something that you might be looking to work on and you do touch mm-hmm. on it, but it's not, yeah. I don't think it's a place where you go to like necessarily hone your skill, but rather learn how to start honing your okay. skills. You okay. Know? Yeah. yeah. Or learn about a genre. You know, that's what yeah, we're yeah. doing with the right. automotive. Right. You come in, you read for it, you get your feedback. You're not getting coached. You're just getting some feedback of right. know, how, how it should sound. And then you can make a decision. Do I want to go after that or not? Mm. That's kind of what these are for, but yeah. And, and I have been to workshops that are somewhat c- coaching geared because yeah. um, the voiceover gurus workshops I used to go to, um, which they still have those, and I still recommend people look into them. Um, you would always have two coaches. Um, you would read, you would be coached on it, you would reread, you might be recoached on another line or asked to do this or that or do it the different way until they got it to where they thought it should be. So it helps you in your script analysis and how to make a decision, you know, on how you're going to read things. So they are, yeah. some of those are coaching, but you're in a group environment. And right. um, it's just, you know, it can be a little nerve wracking at first because when we when we read now, we're alone. Our screen's up, we read, there's nobody critiquing, nobody watching, and then you're in there and there's six, seven other people looking at you. Yeah, yeah. It it can be a little unnerving. (laughs) And there are some people that will turn their video off because they don't want to see the people watching them. Isn't that something? kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is all of those aspects to workshops. And, And there are so many workshops out there. You can find a niche and you can find a different one that kind of fits what you're looking for, I would expect. Um, but yeah, there's a little bit of learning, often genre specific or, or sector specific for whatever voiceover work you're trying to do. And there is usually a workout or lab element. You know, if you're if you're mm-hmm. in college, you take a science class and you, you have to have a lab that goes with that science class. Right. So in the classroom, you learn about the stuff and in the lab, you practice what you hopefully learned. So there's all of those aspects. Now, how is you said it's not coaching. So how is it a workshop different from just straight one-on-one coaching? Well, I mean, it's just, you don't get that individual, like you get a little bit, like Joy kind of touched on it. Like you can, you might, you might get to read a time or two or something like that, but you can't really like sit there and focus, the the clinician can't sit there and focus on one person for too long. I mean, so again, it's really like they're just kind of covering the basis and then it's up to you to decide if you want to pursue whatever that work, you know, whatever that workshop was touching on, you know what I yep. mean? Like it's it, workshops are more like introductory stuff. I mean, I'm not saying like you can't take one once you're like in the, in the gig or whatever, <laughs> especially, you know, but I mean, it's just, they're not, it's not a place to like get better, so to speak. Like you don't have, it's like, you don't have the, cause yeah. you have to put in the time and effort to get better at anything. 
Um, and, and, and workshops is not a place for that. It, it, they, they can show you things you can do to start the process of getting better, but it's not like you yeah. do. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, you know, I go to my individual coaching sessions and they're like 90 minutes. Now I've been to workshops that are 90 yep. minutes, but in the 90 minutes where I'm coaching, it's just me and the coach. Right. And I can ask all the questions I, can, I want. I can do a read so many times I want, try different things. Like you're not given that time as someone attending a workshop. You're given a couple of minutes here and there, and then you have to sit back and listen. I mean, like there are, I'm not saying you can't there's not nuggets you can't gain from listening to mm-hmm. other people's experience but yep. yeah. yeah you'll learn <laughs> certain things but i mean you, you're not getting to engage as much which right is not really my style so to speak i mean i've definitely tried some and i'm not that's not going to say that i'm not going to try workshops again in the future for anything but i'll tell you this i'd rather learn one-on-one with someone so i have them to myself so i can really engage them and get down to the meat of what i'm looking for you know yeah, yeah and i see it as they're they're more foundational Mm-hmm. You know, so you're you're building that foundation or getting a lot of foundational information because most of the time, and I'm not going to say all the time, I've been to to workshops that there'd be four people in there that were pretty seasoned mm-hmm. voiceover people. They're just in there sharpening the blade a little bit. Maybe yeah. I'll pick up a nugget. But yep. most of them I go to, if there are six people, usually three or four of them are almost brand new. So they're looking for that foundational help, and as it should be. And the good thing is if there's a couple of people in there that are more advanced, they get to hear that. They get to hear how they got to their read quicker and hear that coach or that leader of that workshop, you know, have appreciation for what they did. I mean, last night we had at least two reads where we all said, I got nothing. They were that good. I mean, they were, they were really good reads and that happens now. They may have went to a, yeah, they may have went to a different, (laughs) it wasn't me. I'm just, they may, they may have went to a different copy in their next read and they got a lot of instruction because, and that's the thing is, you don't go in there to look good. You go in there to learn. And a lot of people pick an easy copy. Oh, that one's me. I can do that one. They're going to like this. Don't pick that. If you go to a workout or workshop, pick something that you're not good at. And that way you get your money's worth because you're getting some information about something you're not as good at. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. so kind of, you know, I think that's a good thing about going to these. You can, you can definitely get more out of it if you'll go into it with a challenge mindset, not yes. I want to go in there and sound good for the other five people. Or to, and right. to add to that real quick, you could do, because like, for instance, in your automotive workshop, uh, you guys gave a, everybody two, di- two opportunities to read two different mm-hmm. scripts. So I picked one that I wasn't quite sure how I'd approach it, but I also did pick one that I thought I was pretty good at because I wanted to make, I, it's like almost like I wanted to confirm. It's like, okay, am I yeah. on the right track with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, so maybe pick one you're not good at and then pick one, or you're not sure about, and then pick one that you are sure about just to make sure you are sure about it. Because you may yeah. not be hearing something good that point. they hear. So, yeah, well, and we all point. deal with an imposter mentality, which is right. not unique to voiceover, but it no. certainly is quite present in voiceover. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that can help you. You pick something, you feel confident and you get a attaboy that helps you get through the imposter mentality. And then you can also the other side, pick something that you really feel like you need to work on. Like, I'm not very good at this. Right. What do you guys right. think? You know, what can I improve on? Mm-hmm. So if, if somebody's just getting in and they can't afford coaching, I do think workshops have a little better of a price point, a better entry point where they can Mm -hmm. get in. So you do see a lot of newer voiceovers um, starting out with workshops. And I think that's a good point. I think that's a good starting spot. Right. So that's where my career changed 
yeah. was going through the workshops and then connecting with the same people that put on the workshop for one-on-one -on -one coaching. Oh yeah. Um, it made a big difference. I, uh, there are a lot of reasonable, reasonably priced workshops out there. And one that I always forget about is Mark Preston. Um, okay. it's, if I want to remember, it's like $25. I could be wrong, but I think it's around $25. Um, and it's, you know, a couple hours, you'll get one to two reads, you'll get good feedback and, and he's been around. I mean, you know, he's been around and he's still working. So it's a good place to start at a good rate. Um, if somebody's looking for something reasonable, um, yeah. I'm sure you can Google it and find him, but I'm, I was thinking it was like 25 bucks. It's not much. Well, and your automotive workouts have been really popular. Oh know, yeah. Uh, especially in the, uh, uh, in the Facebook groups. So yeah, you nobody know. else, nobody else is focusing on that. And I think yeah. that's why they have sold out quickly. And there's a lot of interest in it, especially from females. We had six females and one male last night, and we opened up an extra spot to see wow. if we could easily cover seven. I think we could probably go to eight people and still get two okay. reads. Okay. So we were, yeah. we were experimenting uh, to see, but it went great. We still had time left at the end for questions. Et Cause cetera, you do try to keep it an hour. Don't you? No, we go two and a half. You go two and a half. Oh my yeah. goodness. Two and a half see, hours. See folks, there's value right there. Yeah. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Seven, and it's yeah. 75 bucks, right? Yeah. 75, two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. And last yeah. night they got a bonus. Uh, for the first hour and 15 minutes, Cliff Zellman sat in. Oh, so nice. they not only got Jenna's feedback and what little monkey sense that I can give them, but they got, <laughs> they got Cliff Zellman, there you, you know, go. and, yeah. and it gets no better than, than his feedback. Top, I mean, top my of the gosh, top. yeah. 28 yeah. years doing this. You oh, think man. he knows what he's doing? Heck yeah, he does. I would say so. Well, I would say no, so. I'm just kidding. Now, just before we, uh, on the last question. We started to hit on some things about being ready, you know, to get the value out of the workshop. What mm. are some things you can and should do ahead, uh, mm. ahead of time to be workshop ready? Mm. I, I would, I would have to say, and I, I've said this for the last couple of years, just, I'm not saying you got to have a booth built, but you got to have a space yeah. that will work, you know, even for a workshop, you, you know, I've had, I've seen people come to a workshop in their car sitting in their right. car somewhere. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, at least have, you know, uh, a mic and headphones and be just in a quiet room. I'm not saying you got to be in a booth, but, you know, be professional about it. And uh, you should make that a to... requirement. Yeah, it kind of should be. I mean, well, I mean, like even for the, De you know, the one we did, authenticity and voiceover, Derba made her, her prerequisites very clear. She did. Yeah. yeah and I mean, like it's, it's something that definitely you could consider, but I mean, like that's not to dismiss your point. Yeah. You should be prepared like that for a workshop. You yeah. should, if you're going to go into something like that, be mm -hmm. prepared to be in a professional setting. Cause you're not, I mean, you're in a workshop, you're getting in front of these people who probably do other things and they're going to see how professional or unprofessional yeah. you are. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. For sure. It's an opportunity That's true. to show a little bit about now, you. You know, for entry level workshops with your you're just getting your first experience, um, they don't require those. You know, they don't require do you have a studio, they don't require no, this. They don't. But if you do and you've got the microphone you're going to be working on, they're going to hear you better, just like the mm -hmm. mic hears you better. Mm -hmm. They're gonna pick up on your emotions just like the mic picks up your emotions. Where those, right. if you've got a bad internet connection or you're trying to use the laptop microphone, you know, that's not going to pick everything up and it might cut in and out. So the feedback you get may not be as, um, as good 
as the feedback you would get when they hear everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and on the other hand, don't be afraid to go to a workout. Yeah. A lot of people are very afraid to go in there. These other people are going to hear me. They're going to know I'm new. They're, I'm going to suck. you got to start somewhere. Yes. You have yeah. to. So these are the safest places. I know of no one that holds a workout that begrudges or beats you up or right. talks down at you because you're new. They don't. They'll encourage you. They'll help you. That's right. You know, they'll try to get you to relax. And usually by the time you do your second read, you will be more relaxed. You'll see the other people are a little nervous. They're going through the same thing you are. Yeah. We had that last night. We had a a person who went through half of their first read and you could just hear the jitters. And they finally hit a sentence that was more real to their personality and it brought them down and they finished mm-hmm. it. And then Cliff said, read it again right now. Don't stop. And she went yeah. through the second time and it was fantastic. You know, she got over her nerves and it was right. all good. And it is. It can be yep. nerve wracking. But don't yep. be afraid of it. Just jump in there and do it. Yep. I remember my first uh, workout or workshop that I was involved in and I got, it was my turn to read. Man, I thought my heart was going to beat out of my yeah, throat, you know. It, me it, too. It, uh, and I'm not, I've been on stage for almost thir- almost 30 years. I don't usually get nervous in front of people, mm-hmm. but for some reason that that got my nerves going. Well, who was the yeah. workshop with? Was it anybody? Uh, that was uh, one of Bill Deweese's workouts from the Blueprint. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, when I was and I was first getting started, you know, I'd only been sure. doing it maybe six months at that time. Well, that makes a little more sense. I mean, sure. being on stage for so long is different than hopping in a booth or hopping behind yeah, a mic yeah, yeah, and yeah, getting yeah. in front oh, of yeah. someone, you know, who at least is. I mean, when I first got into voiceover, I saw Bill Deweese all over the place, so I can imagine mm-hmm. that would being a little nerve wracking. But yep. Yeah, a lot, a lot nerve wracking. I think that was the same first experience for me. Alden was on one of his things. And then it was quite a while before, um, before I went to, uh, the guru's workout. That was the, I went to Mark Preston's somewhere in between too. And that was a help because it just, I, I got to see what it was about. Mm-hmm. I understood what a workout was. I knew I knew what to expect. Then when I went to the gurus, um, and I'll never forget, JJ told the story later on their podcast. He said, when I heard that guy first talk, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no way he can, you know. And, and yeah. he said, then you read the script, and I'm like, huh, not so bad. That's kind of warm. That's kind of <laughs> genuine. That's not bad, you know. And and but they did. They were very welcoming and encouraging. They were they were probably the first people that told me, you know, don't don't try to to fake away your accent. You know, yeah, you can go get a dialect coach and work on it, but don't fake it away. Yeah. You know, be yeah. yourself and then see where that takes you. And then you can decide to take yeah. that further through a dialect coach and blah, blah, blah. So I'll never forget that. I mean, there were so many encouraging things that came from that relationship because you go to the workout, you build a relationship with the people in the workout, you keep going back, and then they will reach out to you and say, look, I think you're far enough along. You don't really need the workouts. You're ready for individual coaching. It's time to leave that nest and get in this nest. And then that's what I did. And then it wasn't long after that, they said, you need to go fly a little bird. You need to go do your thing. You're ready. <laughs> and you know, that's kind of where it comes from. It one, little, one thing. Little mountain bird, little yeah. mountain bird. You're Get ready on to fly. out of here. You Get big on. crow. <laughs> Mocking bird. That's right. 
So can workshops keep you sharp? I mean, we've, we've talked about them as a, a good starting point to find get your legs under you, but you do need to get some coaching. You do need that one-on-one experience. But what about workshops as keeping you sharp? Yes and no. It just depends. Yes I think no. it just depends on how far along you are in your journey. Like, I mean, if we, if we are specifically talking about voiceover workshops, then yeah. I mean, like, it kind of goes back to what I was adding on to what Troy had said earlier. I mean, like, if you can find a read that you're not comfortable with, you should definitely do that because then it gives you feedback and they can point in the direction to go. But then if you have a read that you are comfortable with too, if you are given the two read opportunity, yeah. do that. Like, you know, you know, do something you do know because maybe they're hearing something you don't. So I think there's opportunities mm. to sharpen your, you know, sharpen the X as you've coined. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, it's hard to say. I think there's opportunities for it, but are workshops the place to go to do it? Indefinitely? No, uh, I don't think so. But there's opportunities for it, but you have to approach it in the right way, I think. So maybe sprinkled yeah. in lightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but not, not something to lean on right. in the long run. I, I don't let, think link workshops should be leaned on in the long run. I mean, yeah. I, let, I, let me, I can let me that. offer Let me offer a totally different perspective on yeah. this. Hey, and that's what listen, we're about. Let, that is what listen, we're about. Listen to this and see if this makes sense to you and how it can help you sharpen. Don't go to the workshop down the road uh, thinking that, man, I don't know, it's a workshop. Do I really need to go to a workshop? Okay, you go into the workshop with a mindset of, I'm gonna. there's five other people in there and I want to listen intently to their reads. And I want to mm-hmm. see if I pick out the same thing the person in the workshop picks out. Make notes as they're yep. reading. Oh, you should have done this here. You should have done this here. And then listen to the person that comes back and says, okay, so in this sentence, I really wanted to hear you hit this. And you go, yep, wrote that down. And then they say, and you really hit this a little hard. And you're saying, I, I'm, I'm now hearing what they may not have done correctly or what in the industry standard would have been yep. what you should have done. If you're able to do that, during the other people's reads and start to pick things out and say, I would have done this. I think I would have done that. And it matches what the workshop director uh, says. You are sharpening your blade. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think what yeah. I see so many times in a workshop and this drives me up a wall and Uh-oh. I'm sorry because a lot of people may do it. There is one person who is they're on, they're doing their read. They're being, it's being discussed. And the other people's videos are up and you'll see a couple of them. They're muted and they're over there practicing. They're going at it 9-0 practicing for their read. Don't do Don't that. Don't do that. Do and that. Do that before the workshop. And and another thing I always tell people, if the scripts are available before the workshop, pull them up and look at them. Don't read them out loud. Read them in your head a couple of times. Yeah, Be yeah. a little familiar, but you'll do much better just like an audition. Like you pull it up and you kind of read over it a little bit once or twice maybe, and then you hit it. Do that because you'll get better feedback and, and all, because it'd be more like doing an audition that you would do somewhat semi-cold. I think it helps right. you more. But yeah, here's listen what to I, everybody Here's what I else. think, because I, I, I audited one of your classes, one of your work workouts, Troy, and yes, I saw that happening. And I've seen that in other workshops. Here's what I think is going on. And here's here's why it is robbing them of the opportunity to get the most out of the workshop. They're worried, like what Jake was talking about earlier, about not being good enough mm-hmm. when they read. Well, that's the point. You're at the workshop because you know you have flaws. <laughs> you don't pay right. to, so be, let, to have someone let those tell flaws, you good. Let those flaws fly, folks. Yeah. 
for our yeah. alliteration efforts here. Let those flaws fly. I agree. Also, I think what is going on is they don't want to embarrass themselves. True. Yeah. Right. And so they want to be up, you know, it's it's the nerves kind of thing. But they're missing out on good instruction that's being given to the person whose turn it is. Yeah. yeah. And they should write those things down. And, and then, then when they hit their script cold, they might have some of those things in mind. Right. And they can build upon those. So, right. yeah. And they, and a lot of people worry about it's a 30 second spot. I got to make sure I get it in 30 seconds and they yeah. go way too fast. Yeah. I heard, um, I heard Cliff say a couple of times last night, if it's a 30, I usually hope your audio comes in at 32. Mm. Wow. He said, I can overlay, I can do some things to it. Yes. But he said, if yep. it's a 30 and you give it to me in 29, I got nothing. Yeah. You know? Too fast. I never thought about that. That but is yeah, an I, excellent I can't point. tell you how many times last night we were saying, you got to slow down. You got to yeah. slow down. And that's nerves. You know, a lot of people get nervous and they go fast. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure what that automotive spot I was a 15 I did the other day. Uh -huh. Yeah, I couldn't get it under 17 and a half. There is no way. And I yeah. felt like I cut out a couple things. <laughs> I had, uh, and you probably saw the same one. It was posted on one of the sites. It was 130 something words. And they said it was a 30 seconds. No, nah. no. no way. <laughs> so what they were going to do, there were some things in there that were somewhat repetitive. They were probably going to pick where yeah. they want to pull it out, but they yeah. should state that, you know, yes. they should put in there, don't worry about hitting the 30 seconds, but they right. didn't. Or that if they happens. have, a, or, or, you know, if they want multiple versions of a line, just, yeah. you know, put that in brackets or something, because yeah. when you're reading it, you want to make sure that you hit them similarly, similarly. Yeah. yeah. Easy yeah, that's for a me word. to say. We speak for a living. <laughs> Cimmerillion. Cimmerillion, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but, uh, but so many good points about these, these types of things. Yes, they're good. They're good for you to go to. They're reasonable. You should go to them. It's a yeah. start. And yeah. then I tell you, the other advantage of it is it gives you an opportunity to see if this is a coach that yes. is holding it, a no, regular 100%. coach. Yeah. It gives you a yep. chance to see how that coach reacts to people, how they handle people, how they, how they, you know, do the, do their thing. And you might go, yeah, I like them. You can, I built a good relationship with, with people that way. And that was who I coached with. You know, I love so your point about networking, Troy, uh, with that, you know, talking about your early gurus um, workshops and then that building into networking and building contacts with mm -hmm. that. They were going back and forth with you. And then, you know, especially the fly away, little bird. It, right. You know, right. Spread your wings uh, because that's a that's a pretty crucial aspect for voiceover mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there is a season of training, but training also continues throughout your career. And Absolutely. at some point you've got to launch, you have yeah. to launch, you know, the three of us, we are active in the Facebook groups and we see people who maybe have been on there a long time. They still haven't launched their career, mm -hmm. you know? Right. And if they're listening to this episode, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't go, be scared. go launch your career, go record something awesome. Yeah. Get out there and start making your, start making your you voice heard. Right. Start making your yeah. voice heard. Get out there. Get your get your career launched. You don't know what you could possibly do as long right. as fear keeps you from launching. Yeah. Just and you can you can also get coach overload. Well, that's true. You know, you can get so much coaching that every time you pull up copy, you are so in your head 
yeah. looking at it and trying to decipher it and trying to do this and do that. And, you know, one of the best pieces of advice, uh, comes from Mark Ryder, you know, forget the, forget the directions, forget what they're saying in there. <laughs> just read it, you know, yeah. just do it, you yeah. know, read through, find, find what, what's going on in there and identify with it, connect to it and then do it. And then you can, if you want to go back and look at the, the direction after to see if you're so freaking far off. Okay. You know, and, and he even gave that in his public class, you know, or the open class at VO Atlanta, you know, so I'm not, it's not like I'm sharing something he doesn't share all the time. He, he says F, F the, the directions, <laughs> the directions you know, yeah. F the specs. Is that right? F the specs. That's forget. the way he puts it. Forget yeah. the, forget yeah. the specs. Yeah. I know what forget, you mean. Forget, yeah. forget <laughs> the specs. Here on another VO podcast, we don't like to say the word forget <laughs> yeah. for our senior but, citizen uh, listeners who right. often F, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Hey now. <laughs> oh, oh, I resemble that remark. There you go. There you go. Isn't that Any resonant? other thoughts about a workshop, guys? I think this has been a really great discussion and oh, yeah, hopefully very been. helpful. Go take them. Go take them. Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't, don't want to afraid. discourage anybody from taking a workshop with my approach from it. I, right. I mean, like, I have a personal view of, of workshops. I've definitely been to a couple, and I have enjoyed both. I have enjoyed both of them. I just, I just know how I prefer to learn. So I definitely don't want to dissuade anybody from workshops. Obviously, you've got some great uh, feedback from Troy and Alden. Troy running some of one of his own workshops, which again, you should check out the automotive workshop when it does pop up again. But you know, just decide what's best for you always. Yeah. You know, don't take our word for it. Do your own research. Look into yeah, it. This absolutely. is just us for sure. Saying what's up from our, from our perspectives. What works for one doesn't work for all, but what works for most, you know, can work for many. And that's, Correct. that's kind of a good way to look at it. Well, workshops you, certainly you have do, their place. You, yeah, workshops certainly have their place, and if you're trying to get into VO, it's a good starting spot, a good starting place to get some mm -hmm. copy in front of you, read in front of other people, get some feedback, and find out how close or far you are from being able to launch your own VO career. You know so, what? Now that I think about it, if it wasn't for a workshop that was available to my dad, I wouldn't have known some of the things I knew to get into voiceover. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, there you should you live go. with that, Jay. Yeah, I know. Well, honestly, I did not think about it until this this very to moment. You. Yeah, his, to you. his yeah. perspective yeah. just changed. Right. Well, I'm glad you got it out, so you weren't haunted by that after the I episode know. closed. Everyone's gonna be thinking. There goes the workshop hater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, workshops certainly have their place, and you've been listening to it's another VO podcast. I'm sure there's a lot more we could say about workshops, but we can have that discussion uh, on social media or some other place. And if you've listened to this episode and you've listened to other episodes and you like what we're doing, subscribe. Subscribe to our episode on wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. This has been for, for Troy Holden and Jake Sanders. I'm Alden Schenneberg. And this has been It's Another VO Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also email us your questions to anothervopodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at anothervopodcast. See you next time.